genre. Hey, what's that, April? Some kind of weird Japanese antique egg timer. Cappuccino? That makes me hyper. It seems the scepter has magic powers. Hold on, dudes. If April's back in feudal Japan, does that mean we, like, have to ride that scepter back through time to get her? It's equal mass displacement. Step back, dudes. I just brought us some heavy artillery. Hey, Casey. <laughs> Welcome back. T-minus two minutes and counting. Let's go, my dude. Okay, the inscription says open wide the gates of time. Work. All right, already. Let's go. Go with care, my son. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the thrice-weekly show where we are talking about the third Ninja Turtles movie that was done in rubber suits. That's right. It's the third one of the good trilogy, but it's the not great one of the good trilogy. It's the less good of the three. But anyway, we're here talking about it three minutes at a time. It's Wednesday. I am Scott Tofty. That's Adam Sheehan. Hello. And that's Rachel Gatlin. Hi. And that's Chris O'Connor. Really like that you had like sort of three sentences about the thing of threes. It was like a good set of threes. I'm, Lots of threes. I am all about the cubism this year. Are it's you insane. aware? Are you aware of the rule of threes, Chris? Uh, yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> and that's Robbie Rist, everybody. Yeah. We're talking. Uh, Chris and I are talking film theory. We'll get to you in a minute. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry, I'll sit back. But my apologies. Scott, you're that dog. I got it. It's again. good. I did. It's a, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, an, it's like it. an audio golden ratio. I Scott love has a lot of technology this year, and sometimes <laughs> he forgets to turn on or off things when he's supposed to. Um, so oh, sometimes you, get you just aren't all the young kids just hilarious, making fun of their mm. friends for their technical shortcomings. It's, a, it's adorable, <laughs> really. It's the only way we can interact these days. I see. Yes. What, the ridicule? pleasure comes through pain. <laughs> ridicule, yes. We so we're something. here talking I mean, about minutes uh, 85 through 87 today on Ninja Turtles Minute. 85 starts with uh, Donatello demanding that we got to go now. and uh, Except not. And then Kenshin again holding the scepter very suggestively. Yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, oh, it's 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 a little like he's saying, magic hey, hey, check out my scepter. <laughs> Have you ever seen you one like see this before? before? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, how could anybody um, miss it, right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, 87 ends with Casey Jones getting Ooh. a hug. Yes, it does. So, so Rachel, yeah. go ahead. Michelangelo wants to stay behind. Um, and you know what that reminds me of? You know, in Pleasantville, where Reese Witherspoon like stays in the TV show to like go to college. Cheaper it makes there. just as much sense as that. <laughs> yeah, this this. Yeah. But in I that understand. case, she's not like taking a person's place in in time and space, right? True, but then how do you? Ex- it, it raises so many questions. Like, how do they explain that to the mom? Like, when <laughs> does she come back? Like, so there are a lot of a lot of layers to this onion to peel back. So this is sort of the beginning of the Michelangelo emotional crux of the film, which is one of the reasons I wanted to bring Robbie on for the end of this one is because it's sort of the this is I consider this is the real acting in this part of the film right here. This is the, the reaching for it's emotional all just, depth. It's all just time travel boners, isn't it? 
<laughs> it's really there we it's go. really That's what it is. Michelangelo it's has a time all... travel boner, and and uh, and it's it's we. I mean, I okay. So what is he like? Okay. <laughs> He's, I get it, he's a teenager, so he's going to be a little mopey. You know, that's, you know, and definitely if there's any sort of emotional thing that happens, he's going to feel, I mean, what, is he going to go back to his regular time now and become a Smiths fan? I mean. <laughs> In 1993? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, he's like. I mean, if he stays here, what's he going to be a fan of? Right. He'll discover, he'll come back home and he'll discover Morrissey and he'll be like, oh, finally, somebody gets me. And, and <laughs> that's, uh, but that's, that's what this whole. I oh, guess gosh. that's the only way to explain what happens in this thing, because really, you know, uh, and I, I don't uh, lay any claim to being any sort of metaphysical, you know, sort of thinker or anything. But I think there is a religious abomination about to you know, at least be considered <laughs> yeah. in this thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, people having sex with animals. Right. It's kind of yeah. we went right there, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, <laughs> we, we're on it. We're there. I, yeah, look, you wanted me on the show. You said, "Hey, you want to come talk about the thing?" These are the things I think brings. about. Um, so here, oh, Rachel, side go ahead. note, side note, not Morrissey, but I, I think Mikey would probably get into the Cure. Um, so, someone please Photoshop Mikey dressed up like Robert Smith, please, I'm in. with the wig, I'm so and into eyeliner. That. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, um, I think you're right too. I think definitely he's sort of like, oh man, Robert Smith, he totally gets me. You know, yeah. <laughs> my my yep. first question for Robbie is, what is what is your when you think of a time travel boner? What is the what is the ultimate time travel boner moment in film? In film, well, I mean, there's the uh, there's that movie with Mary Steenburgen and uh, Christopher Reeve. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you know, there's that. That's a definite time travel boner movie. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, uh, there's also uh, uh, somewhere in time the Malcolm McDowell uh, 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 Jack the Ripper Jack the Ripper movie. Oh, it's so good. So there's yep. uh, there's definitely time travel. H.G. Wells totally time travel boner. <laughs> so much so that he takes Mary Steenburgen again. I guess if you well, if you a, were gonna have a time travel boner in the eighties, you had to hire Mary Steenburgen. Three, see every time episode travel of Quantum boner. Leap. It's a whole Qu- Quantum Leap is just a whole show of yeah. Time <laughs> it's, a whole, it's all it is. It's a whole plot point in uh, Futurama, right? Like Basically, yeah, his own right. grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did the nasty of the past. I am yeah. my own grandpa. Yeah. My so, grandpa. Uh, so you know, th- there is a th- there's a scientific issue with this film, perhaps a, a definitely a moral issue uh with this film as well as the scientific issues which are too much to to overlook we don't it's need a whole to go dr into the... moreau yeah, yeah. yeah. we already no talked about the uh, yeah we talked Let's... about the physics of this time travel and how it is not uh physicsy and yeah it's it's a little weird that you know you have to replace the exact same four people with the exact same but what you know which yeah. brings us to another thing michelangelo is totally willing to just leave some dude out of his out of his life. Oh come He's on! It's, like, new, it's New York. That kid's stranded. He'll, he'll, he'll assimilate. You don't know that. <laughs> There's no, a Japan town. He was These just people. playing uh, uh, Street Fighter Three or Street Fighter Two, uh, right? The, I mean, come yeah. on. Look at this way. Apparently, he's already over the car thing. Yeah, yeah. we we see in a, we see in a moment that uh, the honor guard is perfectly fine with staying in New York, but Michelangelo doesn't know that. As far as he knows, he could be keeping people away from their family. I, I mean, with just, with hit songs uh, like Tarzan Boy oh my playing God, at the bar, but he's like, why would you? How many leave? movies is that? Been? You know, Man, but Jesus. he's uh, all, you know. Also, he has a time travel boner. So mm. and and <laughs> time travel boners are strong. 
especially amongst Teenage Mutant Ninja Teenagers. You know, yeah. You know, I, I, I was never a, a, a mutant ninja turtle one, but, I, you know, I mean, if we're going to tell stories out of school, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Um, so, we're to put a warning label on these episodes. <laughs> Put a parental advisory I mean, sticker. On not the for artwork. nothing. Last time we had Robbie on, I had to put a language disclaimer on there, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably do. It. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, um, but let's maybe let's 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 hypothesize. Maybe it's not a, a a romantic thing, but he does mention that there's not a lot for him in New York. My home is a sewer. You live in a nice crap. apartment. That's April, but that's that's here. such like I'll be in my room writing my poetry. I, I come on. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. dude? He, no, he really has not thought. He so, really hasn't. You thought have first off, first off, yeah, it's of insulting. In the dark ages. Yeah, Can it's, we just it's insulting a- to everyone a- who he made friends with here. I have nothing there. Oh, except for my brothers. Except for my whole family. Yeah, yeah. like whatever. I'll, Can know. we take but a minute to just appreciate being that age is about being selfish. It is. Just appreciate the fact that the voice of Michelangelo is telling us what a shitty reason this is for Michelangelo. Oh, I'm so it. disappointed. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I'm glad it, he ultimately makes the right choice. And I mean, we'll get into that last minute because, boy, again, talk about like how teenage emotions are, you know, just flights of fancy, really. It's sort of like, yeah. oh, man, I'll never be happy again. Hey, funny hat. You know, uh, <laughs> well, that was easy. Everybody's wearing cat in the hat hat. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's such right. an allegory for teenage emotion. Yeah, you know, totally. Your, your, right? brain, your brain doesn't fully mature until what, like 25? Oh, really? I'm 57. Still hasn't hit. Well, okay. Just curious. Just wanted to Barely. lay for, that one out there. Gen- generally speaking, oh, okay. For most it's normal 25. humans, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, are yeah, you kidding? Teenagers. No, no. I, I, I think that was around the time that I have memory of being a, finally a sentient being, where mm-hmm. there was like other people on the planet than me. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was in a movie about me. From and I think that's how all teenagers are. Everybody's in mm-hmm. a movie about me right now. That's why, like, when I hear, like, stories about teenagers being teenagers or whatever, I kind of just want to shake them and be like, it's going to be okay. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll but you can't. Fine. You can't because they're, <laughs> no. they're, they're seeing it for the first time. And, yeah. uh, you know, getting your, getting your butt emotionally kicked at an early age mm-hmm. under, you know, under controlled circumstances, of course. But, you know, getting your sort of emotional ass handed to you at an early age really makes you go, ow, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going to try that again, huh? You know, and then off you go. And you, But you need to take that initial shot to the bollocks, you know? Yeah, you got to you gotta fall down on your face a couple of times. Yeah. You know. and, and the funny thing that's always true is no adult, even though we've all been teenagers, mm-hmm. can really identify eye to eye with a teenager now hell no because it's it's always going to be different yeah because teenagers are stupid we didn't know we were 
<laughs> teenagers are stupid. Yeah. Well, they are. You, They're stupid. You realize that stupidity with age. Right, like, right. They get, are stupid, stupid people. It. And I'm not saying I wasn't one of those teenagers who wasn't stupid. I was dead set in the middle of that pool. There was no bell curve. I was like, just <laughs> boom. I was sort of the, the, the fulcrum <laughs> upon which the thing kind of went up and down. So, yeah, teenagers are stupid people. Uh, but it's not their fault. And also, sometimes they come up with really amazing things because they are. Yeah. That's why most good art is really made by younger people because you're not in a place where you've heard this enough times. No, that'll never work. Like as, as, as adults, ask the people who wrote the script, right? Yeah. You know, they, they spent months putting this thing together probably. And then they handed it in and they were like, eh. You know, and, and that happens enough times, you stop wanting to hand in your A material. You know, I it's like, like you don't deserve my A material. A bunch of teenage emo writers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At, at some point, the people that wrote this one, I'm pretty sure, are just like, you know what? Kids are stupid. <laughs> They'll eat this up. They had this, they're coming at the same idea, but from the other angle. Like, kids are stupid. There's no value there. They'll, this is fine. This is fine for the stupid kids. Well, I, uh, with, uh, again, with all this fan driven stuff, I am always of the mind give the fans what they want. They put you there in the first place, you dingus. Mm. So give them what they want. Give them Krang. Give them, yes. you know, yeah. give them all that stuff. Uh, that would have been great. Look. Uh, it um, would have been terrible, though. Like, like nine <laughs> special nine, effects yeah. Krang would have been oh, trauma. I'm a like trauma too, Krang. Been you know so what? Good. Wait a minute. I guess you never saw Alien, did you? <laughs> right. No, but like, like Krang right. would have ended up just being like a Boglin inside of like uh, <laughs> someone's stomach. It would have it would have been yeah, pretty. Yeah, it would have been a pink squishy puppet. Well, yeah, but if you shoot that Trigger. thing right, you know but what? With Henson yeah, so, doing it in Turtles so was, too. Uh, so was the savior guy in in uh, the Mars movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Quato. Yeah. Quato. Yeah, Quato was as mushy little Word. puppet thing. Just it's all about budget, but uh, but no. But the thing is, give them what they want. I mean, one way or another, you know. Um, I think we probably talked about it in the interview thing. But uh, 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 angry video game nerd guy did the greatest review of three. That it's aside from it being one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's really spot on about how, it, again, like we talked about, it, it never went far enough in any direction. It was not a complete cash grab where we're just going to do toys, man. Or we're going to put the turtles in a real movie where there's a real adventure and this happens and they sort of did a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we've talked about it a couple of times, but the fact that they went to ancient Japan and, you know, dealt with the samurai and they were ninjas back then and at no point did anybody deal with the Foot Clan yeah. yeah. So and yet and yet as terrible as 3 is, it's still better than those live action Michael Bay movies. So, mm. you know, there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> we're just going to let that one resonate for a minute Vodio. there. Folks. <laughs> um let's talk about a couple things that I, I noticed in here. As uh, we're in the bar, Casey's in a bar because uh he brought the He's four honor guard out there and they're playing pool and dancing to Tarzan Boy by what band, Adam? I love. What? You're putting me on the spot here? I know. Yeah, you don't know the band? Rachel, what band? Rachel knows the name. It's the it's band. Baltimorea. Oh, of course. Who? I love that terrible song. <laughs> 
That, that song's song from the eighties. So many movies. It was in a I, Listerine commercial. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that. for certain, for certain that this film, that this movie was written for this film, or that yeah. mo- that song was written for this film. Uh, no, it took me what? a long time to realize that this song is from like nineteen eighty-seven or something like that. <laughs> wow, was that's, for a long that's time. how far they had to go back to afford the licensing. <laughs> there, was a, there was a record that came out in 1988 that was perfect. It must oh, have but it was on $1,000 was too much. So All right, Tarzan boy. So <laughs> many movies in the 90s. Um, so we get the bar, the Tarzan boy bit, which I love, and that which is included on the soundtrack of the movie, which I like. Um, <laughs> and then we pan over and we see some of the other guys playing a video game. And on top of the video game, there's a New York Post that says the quail thing. Uh, which I can only assume is referring to Vice Potatoes? President Dan Quayle. Yeah, Dan Quayle. That makes <laughs> or or they were setting up uh, a new villain for Turtles 4. <laughs> a quail thing? Quail. Yeah. Quail face. I was trying to think of another instance where you associate a song with a movie, but it's only in it for like a brief second or played over the credits, and my brain is blanking. Uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, one. Yeah, Kiss from a Rose. Yeah. It's not even yeah. the first song that plays in the credits. It's the second song yeah. in the credits. Uh, what about uh, the John Cusack movie with the thing above his head? Oh, oh yeah. Say Anything, um, yeah. That Peter Gabriel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Say Anything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In your eyes. I, I, no yeah, longer, I no longer say the names of things. I just describe it and let people do the rest of the work. There you go. That's just using Google, Robbie. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah, I'm fi- I told you I'm 57, Adam. <laughs> um, there's, what else? We get uh, Casey gets him back. They get back to the lair, and he blames it on Whoa. the traffic. You're jumping ahead here, so he tells them it's time to go, and they're like, oh, yeah, "No, okay. we're not going back. We're gonna stay here." They no, they they do it in a way that is so 90s. They're like, "Okay, we'll go." Not yeah, <laughs> like. And then How they did group they high learn five. That? Not jokes. Huh? Oh, what come on. Uh, Madison and Splash learned English in one day of watching television. True, true. <laughs> the police academy. Rachel, movies. please. <laughs> if it works for Splash, it's going to work for Turtles 3, not lost in time. All right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that, that scene cuts with the, the honor guard just being like, no, we're not leaving. And Casey's like, oh, what am I going to do about this? And then the next we see them. They're frantically in the in the basement, you know. Do, ready do you to, think to, there? Do you think there's a scene that, that got cut out? He's very persuasive. I guess, but I mean, He's I got I, a hockey that intervening scene, like you know, the 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 egg timer starts spinning, and uh, and you know, there's this urgency of like, oh guys, the time machine's gonna go off any minute now. Cue the several minutes of speeches and tearful goodbyes. Right. Yeah, that that thing really took a while to warm up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I mean, like it's kind of senseless anyway. It's it's like that uh, that funny sign, you know. What do we want? Time travel. When do we want it? It's irrelevant. But, yeah. but what's funny is like the, when it happened the first time, like when when um, April and what's his name switched places. It was instant. Kenshin. Like she picked the thing up, it started spinning, and then she switched. And then now it, there seems to be this like twenty minute preheat setting that that has to. <laughs> You know, kind of like, kind of like Thor's hammer. You know, uh, Adam, the, the, the Adam, scepter Adam, Adam, we've been is through aware. this. We've been through this. The scepter knows. Whoa, 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 whoa. Reaction. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Someone yeah. running backward. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time is different in movies. Yeah, it, it, it goes for just as long as it works. Well, I mean, like, there's all, you could go into the Marvel universe and go, this is really just happening because the script said so. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, you could say that, that about anything that happens happen? in a movie, right? <laughs> because the script said so. But uh, there, yeah. there's yeah. a, like there's a logical and an too. illogical way to get to the, the end result. <laughs> yeah. So I'm um, like, I say, I poo-poo your time stretch. You have to build that tension. You have you ever been to film school? The the, the rule of thirds. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Sorry. <laughs> um, Adam's been been to film school. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I slept in that day. Oh well. Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, I slept in a lot of days. Let's face it. <laughs> you were awake for all the puppet days. This is why Adam's yeah. hosting a podcast now. Oh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that was a little harsh. Actually, yeah, no, but Adam actually did a show with puppets. The movie you were, what was the show? Anadonia? Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. Was, uh, that was the beauty of our whole first season was Adam just had all this like brilliant puppet knowledge. Yeah, I just come off of a puppet project. Oh, right on. Yeah. Were you, I'm sorry, that were wasn't you meant to animating be harsh, or, you know? There was a little bit of everything in that project. Um, it, it just, it, it, got too big <laughs> right i kind of had to step away from it at one point i i think they're still working on it it's it's been this big labor of love for a lot of people you know that's what we got these days you know because nobody's yeah. giving us any money to do it you know that's that's the other thing is like i kind of had i had to stop working for free it was just like i, I can't know, keep doing I, know. It. I get it <laughs> Um, what else am I missing in these three minutes? We get, uh, we get the, the big, the big Mikey stuff. Uh, he basically says, Hey, we're not leaving Mitsu. It's fine. Me and Raph are going to stay here. And then she goes, no. <laughs> and just like without blinking, without hesitating, just completely shuts him down. She's like, that's she, the hard. dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. She would like to have Kenshin back. Yeah, she would like to actually have sex with her human <laughs> partner. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Cloaca, so maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe you take your time travel boner and go back to the sewer, because... I think you fundamentally misunderstood the nature of this relationship. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, and I mean, welcome to it. I mean, as a, again, as a former teenager myself, and a bad signal reader... Uh, I can honestly say I kind of get where he's coming from, except there's a there's a a, le a leap in logic that he didn't bother to take, which is DNA. <laughs> God, Rachel, sake. you had a very nice way of putting this in the show notes about. Did uh, I? Uh, yeah, you you basically had. Do you have your notes there? I liked it. It was just it was a very succinct way to sum up. Um, um, kind of from the viewer's perspective, what we could say to Mikey just to make him sort of understand here. I, I can, don't know. I, can I lost. I lost my place. You you said. You oh just, oh. I said yeah. I said that she's out of your league, Mikey. Yeah. Out like, of your league. Is, out of your species. <laughs> out of your species. <laughs> what are you yeah. talking? There's no league to happen. No here. league. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, a league. Charles you know? Darwin has there's, a few there's things. There's horse racing and there's dog racing and those are different leagues. So it's, it's but again, it's that teenager those, those brain are different thing. Sports. Those aren't different leagues. Different leagues are. It's a race. The little pony one. The it's little the ponies one with the little wagon. You it's got that one. Sport. And then you got the big Clydesdale guys. You know, it's all that. Humans run. And then yeah. We got humans, but, we got camels, we got horses you know, and yeah. dogs. It's I mean, all the same sport. Now, mind it's you, just different leagues. she is probably a good four or five years older than him. And so let's say turtles are being teenagers, 14, 15 in that area, right? Uh, so let's say she's 19, maybe, 20, somewhere around there. And tell me it, a 20-year-old woman is going to want to have anything to do with a 15-year-old anything. 
Look at it this way. <laughs> my, I'm, I'm eight years older than my wife, and she still says that I'm too immature for her. So, like, <laughs> like, come, like, she, yeah. she, yeah, she'd be like, first off, you're not my species. I mean, Secondly, yeah. <laughs> you're not my type. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, she has there's, a boyfriend. Up. Yeah, yeah, who he's trying to maroon in a different point in time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, you know, like, uh, not for nothing, you could just be like, look, if this is what you're concerned with, uh, back in the ancient times, there is no genetic engineering and radioactivity and mutations happening. So there's no chance of making anything that would be remotely interested oh, in God. you. Go back to the future. <laughs> mutants happen all the time. Although, although she does, ha- you know, he, if he has, you know, if he's got game. If he's got game, it's like, look, I understand I'm five years younger than you and a different species, but I I like no stuff like from the future that you don't even know about. And I could, I mean, he could just lie and tell stories about things that happened in Scooby-Doo episodes that he saw. And he could say, he could have said like, this is the real thing because oh, what is she, she had nothing to compare it to. He could just lie his way through maybe another 10 years of that until she catches him like in some sort of lie because that's what women do with, well, me anyway. Liars? They, ca- they capture me in all of my lies. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm having a hard time this week picking up the pieces of stories. <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. These yeah. are my favorite weeks on this season, Scott. <laughs> the ones where I'm speechless? Where everything just goes sideways? The ones where we sideways? just get so far out away from the plot <laughs> and, of this movie. And what sucks is I think I have to jump off. I do. Oh. I do. It's 2.30. I got I to gotta get going. All right. I apologize. No, it's okay. Listen. I'll come back and do have- more. On another yeah, one? Yeah. Hey, hey, can... knife boy, why don't you just uh, not threaten me? How about that? <laughs> what? <laughs> so let's just, let's I, do I, this. I feel uh, like we've, we've pretty much got a good handle on this chunk of minutes. Let's go around yeah. the table. If anyone has any last bit of this uh, this chunk of minutes to, to mention. Chris? Yeah, I just it just drives me nuts that there's no like there the, it jumps from the honor guard being like no the future's great there's video games and bars and hockey and I'm never going back to suddenly like oh man we've got to get back in time it just drives <laughs> me right. nuts and I just Adam. have to let it go I like I like the empty nest Casey thing yeah. where he has to he has to say goodbye to his his new friends. <laughs> He finally made friends <laughs> out of prison. He's got new friends out of prison. And- <laughs> um, Rachel, anything to wrap this up? Yeah, I want to know what Casey said to convince them to go. Like, we, there's a scene missing. <laughs> Guys, we've got uh, more video games at home. There's Twinkies at home. Have you ever Somebody heard of Somebody look it up on fanfiction.net. Mm. All right. So listen, that's minutes 85 through 87. Uh, Make sure you guys take a listen to Tales from the Short Box today. It's Wednesday, so Adam's weekly podcast about last week's comics is out. Right, Adam? Yeah, uh, go follow us on the Twitters and Instagrams at last week's comics. All right, and Chris, if you're a fan of the Marvel Universe, you could be listening to True Believers on Dueling Genre Podcast Network, right? Yeah, definitely. You can do that. Do it. It's fun. Bye. And uh, Robbie. Uh, uh, Thespoonradio.com. Go to my Bandcamp page. Uh, Go check out Creamy J. Um, What else? I don't know. Look me up. Look up my name on things, and there will be other stuff. There will be things and stuff. Some of it you will like. Some of it you won't. 
but uh, I guarantee you, you will be endlessly entertained for minutes on end. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. For the crew here at Turtles Minutes. And thank Scott, you for Adam, having me. I, Chris, I'm sorry Rachel. that I, we, you know. No, we'll it's make happens. it work. It, it happens the, when the one, I'm the involved. Only, the voice of Michelangelo, yeah. Mr. Robbie Wrist, everybody. Thank you. Uh, we will see you guys on Friday. Bye, everyone. Bye. So long. Cowabunga. Uh,